in general, when it comes to performing mitzvahs, there is usually a halacha that we shouldn't do activity prior to performing this mitzvah. We spoke about this recently by the halachas of Hanukkah, lighting Hanukkah candles. There's a discussion when it comes to bedikas chametz. There's even a discussion by Mincha. There's a Mishnah in Shabbos of what a person is allowed to do or not allowed to do prior to davening Mincha. When it comes to Shacharis, so there's a discussion if these similar sensitivities apply. However, there are a few added halachas when it comes to Shacharis that a person should not do prior to davening. The Gemara in Brachas Tafyodala tells us a few of them. There is a concept of, of saying Shalom Aleichem to a friend, so we'll talk about that next Monday in Hashem. There's a discussion about what a person can eat or drink, so that's tomorrow's year. And today we'll focus on which activities are allowed and which activities are prohibited prior to davening. So the Gemara Yudal Raman Aleph in Brachas tells us the following. Amar, Rav Idi Bar Avin, Amar Rav Yitzchak Bar Ashion, Oster Loy La Adam, Lasois Chafatzav Kodim Shiyaspal. It is prohibited for a person to do his own uh, needs, his own activities. Kodim Shiyaspal before he davens Shachris Shenemar Tzedek Lefun of Yehalech Tzedek, which is Tefila Lefun of Yehalech. That should be the first thing you do. V'Yasim L'Derech Pama. But then a person should do his own activities. The Gemara goes on to say, Someone who davens, and then he goes on, goes out to, to travel. So it's a special bracha that HaKadosh Baruch takes care of his, of his needs. If you have tefillah first, so HaKadosh Baruch will will put your activities, your your gashmias, uh, HaKadosh Baruch will take care of if you have the betachan and the muna, so you daven first prior to doing your own activities. There's another, there's another Gemara in Brachas, hey, the Gemara in Brachas says that there was a Amara that said, that I was, I always uh, made sure to do a few things, uh, to do several things, and one of them was that I always made sure to daven. Here we go. Hey, I'm a I'm sorry. Tani Abba Binam and Amar, Shnei Aleph, Altilasi Mitasi, that davening should be near uh, my bed. And the Gemara explains what does that mean? It means that a person should daven immediately upon waking up and not getting involved in other activities, going to the office, spending time catching up on things. A person should should daven right away in the morning and not delay it. So what's the overall theme about what a person should not do prior to davening? So we mentioned that, that tefillah is so significant, it's a special meeting, a person has to be prepared, not get distracted. So that's why we don't do certain activities. Additionally, there's a certain chashivas of what's the first thing you do when you wake up. So for a, a year, the first thing you do is you daven. That's the first main activity of the day prior to, to you know moving on to our daily activities, so we daven first. So the question is, so what exactly can we do? We'll have to drive to shul. Are you allowed to take your kids to school? So what are the halachas when it comes to activities prior to davening? So I'm going to split it up into two sections. In section number one, we'll talk, we'll discuss the halachas of traveling. As the Gemara says, two different things. The Gemara says, You have to do your activities. And additionally, it says, call him a spal, whoever davens and then is yoytzeladarech, and then he travels, so he has a special bracha. In, in halacha, it's brought down, one should not travel prior to davening. So the post can say right off, right off the bat that going to shul 
is, is not a problem. A person is allowed to drive to shul, that's not an issue. Additionally, let's say a person is going Lidvar Mitzvah, you're performing a mitzvah prior to davening, the same way we could take Lulav and Esrig prior to davening Shachris and Sukkot, many people have the minog to take Lulav and Esrig before davening. So you can definitely drive for a bris milah, or let's say you have a chavrusa somewhere, so to travel for a mitzvah prior to davening, that is also that is also a mutter, not a problem. A, uh, a question, another another uh, heter, the Shulchan Aruch says, is let's say your shiara, your caravan, which we would say today is your carpool, your train, your ride to work is leaving. And if you miss this, it will it will cause you a tremendous tircha. So then that will be mutter as well. A person would be allowed to travel prior to davening. Many people, uh, you know, commute in different cities, they commute to work and they will daven somewhere near work. Let's say people work in, uh, in Manhattan and they live in Lakewood, live in the five towns. They'll take the LIRR to Manhattan. They'll have a, uh, a minion in their office or they'll daven themselves in their office. But there, the the shiara is leaving. Your train is leaving. If you miss this train, it's going to take a while to get to work. You're going to hit traffic and hit rush hour. So in those situations, that would be a, a, a mutter as well to travel before davening. Another hetter would be, is let's say a person leaves before Aloysia Shachar. If you leave before Aloysia Shachar, so then halachically, the Shacharis was not chal on him. The obligation didn't start yet. So anytime you started an activity before Shacharis, we'll, we'll speak about this in a few moments, about doing your own personal activities. So that is also fine. So if a person has to leave, if you leave before Aloysia, so sometimes that, that's fine. You leave 5 o'clock in the morning to drive to, uh, to go upstate. Let's you live in New York or to travel somewhere, so that will be fine as well because you're leaving before Aloysia Shachar. So just mentioning the up, upstate New York, so this is a very common question. So many people uh, in New York, they go upstate, uh, upstate New York for the summer, <coughs> and when you spend a lot of money on your summer home, you want to spend as much time as possible, hopefully. So... What many people will do is they'll stay Sunday night. You know, historically, people all the men used to go back on Sunday afternoon, but there's a lot of traffic. So Chacham Ein of decides I'll go back Monday morning. I'll leave. I'll leave the I'll leave the bungalow colony or the summer home colony, whatever you call it. Sorry for the disrespect. And you leave six in the morning. You get back to the five towns or Brooklyn, Queens around eight o'clock for your davening and you're able to have a normal day Monday morning as opposed to spending the entire Sunday on the roads. So many people do this. And the question is, can they leave upstate New York and they didn't daven yet? How could they, how could they drive prior to davening? So the first hector would be it would be a similar concept to the Shiara. If your if your ride is leaving, you have a carpool. But even if you would if you would end up leaving at seven thirty, because you davened in your up in upstate upstate New York, so then you would hit traffic. You'd only get to work at nine ten o'clock. So forget it. The whole cheshbon wouldn't work. So it's as if your Shiara is leaving. That would be hetter number one. There's another hetter, and this I heard from one of my rabbim, Rav Zev Smith Shlita. So he said that the story goes as this: when they were building a curious Yale. So Satmar was located in Williamsburg, and they built a second location, uh, Kiryath Joel, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Monroe, Monroe, New York. And the question was, many Hasidim were traveling back and forth at that point, and they asked the Diver Yoel, the Satmar Rebbe, can they travel to Monroe, or from Monroe to Williamsburg, prior to davening Shachras? So he said a line in Yiddish. I'm going to try to repeat it. Excuse my... Uh, 
excuse, uh, forgive my my my, uh, my language here, my Yiddish. So he said, it's better to food and fire and davening. It's better to travel before davening than to davening fad and fudin, than to daven prior to traveling. What does that mean? It means that when a person is about to go on the road and they're going to daven and then they're going to leave, so their eye is on the clock. The entire davening, they're looking at the clock, what time it is, the chazan's taking too long, it's too slow. You're nervous the entire time. It's, a, it's The whole davening was worthless, basically. So he said it's better to travel before you daven then to daven right before you travel because you're going to be nervous once you travel you'll have a normal day and if you speak to people that do this for work they say this this is this is uh it's really uh it's really practical let's say people work in uh in manhattan when they get to manhattan in the morning they're calm they finally they got there they, they beat the subway they get to work they have an hour and a half to spare they daven like a mensch they can go grab a bite to eat and they get to work on time as opposed to some people, they, they daven in their shul, so they're rushing out of davening, and it ends up being a davening far and fudin, so that is not necessarily recommended. That'll be another hetter, according to the Satam Rebbe. The truth is, the Mishaburah does not bring this down, this svara. He says it's better to daven v'yechidah, so if a person is going to travel so long, it's going to be a, a long traveling, let's say 72 minutes, so depending on how far you're traveling, it might just be better to daven v'yechidah, than to travel and hit a, uh, a minion later on. It happens in Minneapolis. People tr- uh, fly from Minneapolis to Chicago. So typically, you could, uh, you could leave Minneapolis and actually get a later minion in Chicago. You could actually miss the first minion in Minneapolis and get, the, uh, get like a 9.30 minion in Chicago. And the question is, can a person do that or should a person daven first before traveling? So it depends how early you're leaving. It depends what time my lice is. But often especially in the summer months, if you're leaving early, it's, it, it might not, according to the Mishabu, it's better to daven be chidus where you are than to travel, and by the time you get there, you might not make a minion. So depending on when you're leaving and a person's, uh, what type of kavan you're, gonna ha- you're going to have, so that would be an interesting thing to think about. Okay, second half of this uh, discussion is chafatzim. What could a person do beyond traveling? What, what activities can a person do prior to davening? So when it comes to mitzvahs, that's fine. You're allowed to take little of an asterisk. Anything that, that's intrinsically a mitzvah would be allowed prior to davening. Additionally, the Magan Ram says, let's say you have a machshava taiva, meaning you do an activity, but that activity is specifically for a mitzvah. The example what he gives... The Mishabur brings this down as well. Is let's say there's a certain food item that's only for sale prior to uh, davening on Friday morning, and if you if you uh, if you miss this opportunity, you won't be able to buy this fruit or this meat for Shabbos. So even though you're buying it for yourself, you enjoy the food. But since your machshava is for Shabbos, so halacha is if you have no other option, you're allowed to delay davening with a minion. There's a discussion if you can miss. Davening with a minion entirely, that the Mishnah Brewer discusses, but clearly you're allowed to do an activity prior to davening, Lekavit Shabbos. So as long as your Machshava is Lataiva, that is fine as well. Based on this, the Rib voice of Friam, Rebbe Friam Greenblatt said Sal has a tshuva, and, and the uh, Rebbe Chaim Pinchas Sharmix said the same thing, that if someone only has uh, time in the morning to work out, to exercise, and they're doing it for their health, and it's the only time of the day that they're that it's, that they, they're able to work out. So they'd be allowed to do that prior to davening. However, let's say a person is doing it for bodybuilding, or let's say they're on a they're they're practicing uh, free throws in basketball. So if it's not being done for health purposes, it would be prohibited based on doing chafatzim kaidem the zman of of davening. Now. 
in many situations, the exercise takes place, it starts already before Alaysa Shachar anyways, so it might be more to, even if you're doing it for strength training or bodybuilding, and not necessarily for overall fitness, but for overall fitness, it's very important to be healthy, and if that's the only time a person's going to work out, so... Rabbi Freyam Greenblatt, that's how I said that, that that would be mutter, that would be fine as well. There's a discussion, there was a discussion about taking a bath, uh, Beis HaMerchat, so it seems like that was a tremendous ASIC, it was a whole balagan. But today, our showers are very, very easy, you go in and go out, so halakhli, one is allowed to take a shower before davening, especially if they need to shower. If you need to shower, so then it's covered... Kavada Abriyas, Kavada Kaddish Baruch to come to davening like a mensch, so that is fine as well. One should not take a haircut prior to davening, and shaving is a discussion in the Paiskim, many Paiskim are machmir. So, if you look at the uh, the later Paiskim, they say a, a very simple gather. If a person shaves every day, so then first of all, it, it's pretty quick, usually. Additionally, it's part of their morning routine, it's like brushing your teeth, so it wouldn't be a problem. And finally, if they shave every day, so for them, that's how they look, that's how they appear, so they should in fact, shave prior to davening to look to look good. But if a person shaves once a week, he shaves, I don't know, every Tuesday he decides to shave. So unless he really needs to do it before davening, we would say better not to to uh, shave before davening. Just two more points and we'll close. There's a this, there's a, a question about checking emails, texting. So the Eshelav Rami B'Chach says a similar halacha that we find by Chalamoid, that... If there's no tircha involved, it's not a tremendous uh, exertion. It's just flipping a switch or pressing send. So that will be fine. The same way in Cholamoid, you don't need a tzarech yontif to turn the light on or turn lights off. That's not, uh, you don't need that. Since there's no tircha, we see that's not called an avoid in Cholamoid. Different discussion, but a similar concept that if there's no tircha involved, a person that's not called an isr. So a person's allowed to turn on a washing machine, turn on a dishwasher, shut the lights, uh, Send the email, but if it's going to be, if it's going to take a lot of time, you're, you're spending uh, several minutes answering emails, getting back to, to clients, so that would probably not be appropriate prior to davening. Okay, there are a few more at hand, but we'll, we'll close here. We'll, we'll continue tomorrow in Mirza Hashem as we continue the discussion of activities before davening. Mm-hmm.